Good evening, church. So awesome to be with you guys tonight on this amazing day. Why don't we just stand as we prepare our hearts to worship and to prepare for this amazing experience that you're about to have tonight. And while we get started, why don't you just greet one another and just say, I'm so happy to see you. child has been given the king of our freedom I sing for the light has come this is Christmas come and adore him and bring gifts before him joy the world worship the sun this is Christmas this is Jesus Emmanuel here with us tell all the world we have a Savior we have a Savior we are no longer locked because up your voices, join in the song of hope, this is Christmas, this is Jesus, Emmanuel, here with us, tell all the world, we have a Savior, we have a Savior. sing that chorus again. God with us. This is Jesus, Emmanuel, here with us. Tell all the world, we have a Savior, we have a Savior. We are no longer lost, because He Savior, we have a Savior. We have a Savior. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your presence. And Lord, may this time be a time that we could celebrate who you are in our lives. We have so much to thank God for, do we not? 
Oh, many of us have so, so many things to thank the Lord for. But first of all, I want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. All of you here today, and we have so much planned in a very short time because we know you have a lot of activities tonight with your family. But thank you for starting off with God's family. Amen. So would you turn to your neighbor and say Merry Christmas, and I'm glad you're here. At this time, Debbie Tate is going to make her way up. And then you may be seated. I'm not sure if it's Debbie Tate or... Oh, there she is, right there. Good evening. Tonight we light the final Advent candle, the center candle which represents Christ. We celebrate our newborn king, and we anticipate his marvelous return. Christ, the anointed one. Jesus, the light of the world, has come and is coming again in full glory. In Christ, Jesus took on flesh and dwelt among us. Prepare, for he is soon to come again. Timothy 2 11 through 14 in the voice says, We have cause to celebrate because the grace of God has appeared, offering the gift of salvation to all people. Grace arrives with its own instruction. Run away from anything that leads us away from God. Abandon the lusts and passions of this world. Live life now in this age with awareness and self-control, doing the right thing and keeping ourselves holy. Watch for his return. Expect the blessed hope we all will share when our great God and Savior, Jesus, the Anointed One, appears again. He gave his body for our sakes and will not only break us free from the chains of wickedness, but he will also prepare a community uncorrupted by the world that he will call his own. People who are passionate about doing the right thing. Praise the Lord. Let us pray as she lights the Christ candle. Lord, I don't think... (laughs) We would have designed our salvation like this. I know I wouldn't have wanted to let my son or daughter die for the world. Yet you showed just immense love. Might we never take your love for granted. Holy Spirit followed us tonight. Whether we're in this room or online, I pray for a move of your Holy Spirit on our lives. There's some people celebrating life for the first time. They have a newborn baby in their family. And there are others that are broken because there's an empty chair in their house. Father, I just pray that, Lord, you fill that empty chair with your presence. Fall on us here tonight. We welcome you and we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and God's people said amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus.
Chorus one more time, church. Yes, we do, God. 
We offer you our heart. Receive our heart tonight, Lord. We offer you our mind. That we would have our eyes and ears and mind focused on you. And we offer you our body. That you might use it for your glory. That, Lord, you use it to expand the kingdom of God. And we pray in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ, the risen king, but the baby that came to change this world. And all of God's people shout out, amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. As we get started, I want to let you know we're going to be doing communion tonight. So make sure that you have your communion elements. And if you don't, raise your hand real high because our ushers will get that to you. And as they're doing that, can I please have young Eros and young Janessa come on up today? It's Eros, there he is. Eros is a young leader in the making, and he is serves in our children's department. He's representing the children's department under the leadership of Jessica Ramirez. And Janessa is a rising star in the youth ministry, and she's representing the youth tonight under the direction of David Sanchez. So Eros is going to read from the Word of God. Eros, would you make your way here, up here? And I want you to stand here because I want everyone to be able to see you, okay? okay? So here, you hold this microphone. I'm going to hold this for you. And you read. And he's going to be, tell him what scripture you're going to read. Hold the microphone up to your mouth. I got Luke, this. Luke 2.10. The angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid. I bring you great eight news of of great of good of great joy that will be for all people. Amen. And now hand the phone to Miss Janessa. Stay up here, Eros. Go ahead, Janessa. Luke two twenty. Go ahead, get closer so that you could be in the light there. Luke two twenty five. I have seen the Savior you have given to all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations. Amen. Lord, I pray blessing over these two young people. They represent generations coming behind us. They're already leaders, Lord. They're already part of your church. But we believe that, Lord, you're going to raise them up to be great leaders. Who knows, maybe even in full-time ministry pastors or missionaries or serving some capacity. So God, I pray blessing and anointing. I pray you keep using them to inspire all the other kids that are here today. To let them know that God, you're using young people as well as old. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and God's people said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you all very, very much. You may join your families. Guys, I just want to talk about the perfect gift for everyone. Isn't it hard to shop for people? Especially if you have these people that they go like, why are you going to give me something I get on my own? That's kind of weird. I won't say who that is. Uh, Oh, did I look at Pastor Michael? (laughs) He, He cracks me up. He goes, I don't like to give people stuff that they already are going to get on their own. I go, why not? That way you're giving them what they use and they want, but they're going to get it anyway. I'm like, I can't, Michael, I love you. (laughs) But it's hard shopping for people at times. But there is a gift, a perfect gift that was given for everyone, every single person. They just read about it. Eros said, for all people. Genesis said, for all nations. God doesn't play favorites. Now, we're not supposed to play favorites, but in Spanish, they have the saying, el consentido de la casa. The spoiled one, the mama's boy, the daddy's girl. And you know who you are. And they're looking at daddy going, 
And they're looking at their mama. Mama cuddling up to their mom. But you know what? With God, we're all his favorite. God has your drawing, your picture on his refrigerator. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he cares. That's how much he's pouring himself out. That's how much he gives of himself. And we have to understand the first thing is that God shines his goodness on everyone. He shines his goodness on everyone in the book of Job, chapter 25, verse 3. Who is able to count count his heavenly army? Doesn't his light shine on all the earth? Man, it shines on all people. It shines on everybody. In the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 45, it says, in the very same way, you may be acting as true children of the Father in heaven, for he gives the sunshine. And look what he says. He gives the sunshine to both the evil and the good. Meaning, you know what? If we were Christians and we would only get the sunshine, that means the lost people would never see sunshine. Of course they see it. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust. So what does he say? He's saying, you know what? I don't have favorites. I give my love and I shine it on everyone so that everyone could come to know me. That they come to know the living God, that they could come and bump into him every place they turn in the book of Psalm 145, verse 9. He says, the Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. Thank you, Lord. You see, at Christmas, that's what took place. At Christmas, that's exactly what happened. Jesus Christ was birthed, the man of God, the son of God. The word became flesh, and it was born in a dungy, filthy manger because he came in our filthy manger. He came to be born in our filthy lives. And you know what? Once he comes in, he cleans it up. He transforms you. He doesn't leave you the same. And we celebrate that. And at Christmas, in the book of Titus, verse three, verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 4, it says, When God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love. That's what happened at Christmas. God revealed his kindness and his love. That we would not perish, but have everlasting life. So not only does he shine his light on all people, but number two, God showers his love on everyone. He showers his love. He overwhelms us with love. Every place you go, you bump into his love. Love, 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 love. Now, you won't see all that kind of love sometimes shopping. Haven't you noticed? Some people are like, some of them need a little bit of Jesus. Some will need a whole lot of Jesus. I'm like, my goodness gracious, where's your Christmas spirit? Be jolly there. Give me that. I was like, I was shopping today because I'm a last-minute shopper, and I'm, I'm in line, and I'm getting in line, but this lady's coming, and I guess she saw me. So she literally came and bumped my cart and got in front of me. And I just went around her because the line to get in line was back there. And she thought, I'm going to get there. And they told her, ma'am, you got to get behind this man because the back of the line's over there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> But I didn't. I go, ma'am, you want to go first? It seems like you're in a hurry. And she goes, no, 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 that's okay. And her husband was telling her, que te dije, que te dije, que te calmaras. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you to calm down? <laughs> Wow. See, God showers us with his love, even when we're not lovable. Have you ever noticed that? He loves us, and he pours out his love, and sometimes we are not lovable. We're not even likable. Sometimes we don't even like ourselves. Amen? Haven't you ever just got up? Sometimes you go, what's wrong with me? Why am I such a grump today? Man, no wonder everyone's staying away from me. I don't even want to be with me. You know what I mean? Look what he says in Psalm 145, verse 9. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. And in chapter 42, verse 8, he says, but each, uh, but each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon us. And through each night I sing his song. Praying to God who gives me life. You see, we have to understand that love pays attention. 
See, Christmas shines its light, but love pays attention. It sees what you're going through. It sees what you're up against. It sees it, and God's love just comes in there, and he just starts flooding us with his goodness. It pays attention. In the book of Job, chapter 23, verse 10, it says, but he, meaning God, knows where I'm going. God knows what I'm up to. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. He's saying, you know what? I know where you're going. I know what you're up to. You think you're all sneaky and hiding it? He goes, I'm already where you're going. And you might be going to a wicked, evil place, but guess what? God's there too. As he's always there, there he never forgives us. I mean, for, forsakes us. He doesn't turn his back on us. He shows love. This love that's everlasting from everlasting. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 15 and 16. I love this. It says, never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has bore? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palm of my hand. Always in my hand is a picture of Jerusalem's walls of You see, he's saying, man, what mother can forget about her child? She carried that baby for nine months. But even if she could forget her kid, he says, I'll never forget you. This is proof again that God is Chicano. (laughs) No, really, look. It says, I've written your hand on my palm. Come on, every Hispanic I know, they don't ever have paper. What do they do? They get a pin, what's your number? And they write it on their hand. <laughs> haven't you ever done that? Oh, okay, you haven't done that, okay. Then I guess some of you aren't Chicano. <laughs> no, but, but what I'm saying is, is God says, I'm going to tattoo your name right on my hand. I'll never forget you. You're written right in the shallow of my hand. I carry you right here. I love you. His love is for everyone. God, his love, his love takes action. It moves supernaturally. In Luke chapter 2, verse 11, it says the Savior, yes, it says the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. In other words, God delivered. Here's your gift. Better than Amazon. He brought it right there. Jesus Christ, the risen king. Not only does he shower us with his love, you know what God also does? He shares the pain of everyone. He shares our pain, your pain, my pain. Some of us have pain that's overwhelming. We don't, some of us know how to hide it real good. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed by the best. I'm too blessed to be stressed. And they're all cool. <laughs> But they're blessed. Now, don't get me wrong. They are blessed. But they aren't willing to admit they need help. They're not willing to admit, you know what, God? I'm, I'm, I'm a mess right now. My body's hurting. God, they just told me I have to have open heart surgery. Now, they didn't tell me. I'm saying people say that. Some of you are like, I got diabetes and it's out of control. They're even thinking they might have to cut my leg off, my foot off, my toes, my fingertips. Someone in your family has COVID. Someone in your family has chronic illness. They said the cancer's spreading and it's advancing fast. You see, there's pain. Some of you are, are saying, we wanted a Christmas so desperately with the family. And some of you lost your loved one from wickedness. The wickedness that lurks in the streets of the world, but that lurks in the streets of our city. Your loved one's life was cut short. Maybe in a car accident. Someone died and 
You haven't been able to get beyond it because of your pain. Or here they told you right before Christmas. You thought, I wonder what I'm going to get for Christmas. And you were handed divorce papers. Or your kids are wild. And they're running rampant. And they're on drugs or excessive alcohol. And God shares your pain. Psalm 33, verse 15, he made their hearts so he understands everything they do. In Hebrews 4.15, this high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, but he did not sin. Romans 8.26 says, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Haven't you been so broken you can't even talk? And you just go, God. And you're even mad at him and you shake your fist at him. And he understands. And he loves you. And he says, I'm going to help you because I I share your pain. In Psalm 56, verse 8, it's a scripture means so much to me because he says, Lord, you you keep track of all my sorrows and you have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. God knows your pain. Psalm 34, verse 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Thank you, Lord. He shares our pain. Another thing he does is God sacrificed his son for everyone, for everyone, not just for the Jews, not just for Hispanics, not just for whites, not just for Asians, not just for Native Americans, not just for African Americans, not just for, for whatever group I, I might have left somebody out. Red, brown, yellow, black, and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loved the little children of the world. <laughs> He he died for all of us. And he sacrificed his son for all of us. Once and for all. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 6. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave the world at just the right time. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas. It's that he gave us his son. The perfect gift for everyone. John 1, 29 says the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, look, the Lamb of God, the sacrifice of God, the one he's going to sacrifice who takes away the sins of the world. In 2 Corinthians five fifteen, he says, and he died for everyone so that those who received his life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised from the dead. He was raised for them, for us. And the last thing he did when he sent his son is God's going to share his home with every one of us, everyone who believes and receives his son. So it doesn't matter if you're Buddhist, you're Catholic, you're Christian, you're Muslim, you're Seventh-day Adventist, your your spiritualist, your whatever kind of anything you are, he loves us. And if you receive, believe in his son, that Jesus Christ suffered, died, and was buried, and he died for your sins, and you receive him, you become a child of the king. And you're going to be in heaven too. That's what it's all about. You see, that's what Christmas is all about. I mean, when you have a child, you have all these aspirations. Mary, the Bible says that when the shepherds came and spoke into her life and the wise men came and brought gifts, it says she pondered all these things in her heart, thinking like, wow, 
what the Lord said is true. This is his child. He's a king. The kings are treating him like him, even though he was born in a barn. He was born in a filthy place. Man, when we were going to have our first, and even when we were going to have our second, Cindy got up the nursery already and the bed already and we had a bassinet and then we had a crib and then we had and we had and we had and everything was perfect. Can you imagine she's gonna have her first baby? And her husband takes her to the barn. Babe, this is all we have. This is all we have. Where are we gonna lay him? Where they feed the cow. Joseph, can you at least clean it? Yeah, yeah, I cleaned it the best I could. And I, I found some rags, and we're going to wrap him in this swaddling clothes. These cloths. Our newborn baby. You see, he came for those, for us to believe. In John 1, verse 12, he says, But to all, all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Oh, that we would believe him. Would we receive him if you haven't? Oh, I hope and pray that you get the perfect gift today. The perfect gift today. In in, uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 35, he says, In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. Any nation, it doesn't matter. In Acts 2.21, he says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Who? Everyone. So I really pray that you've had that opportunity, that you have finally given your life to Jesus. And if you haven't, I want to invite you to do that today. If you've never given your life and you really want to believe him and you want to receive him, just raise your hand. Anyone here today? Anyone I just want to make sure everyone has an opportunity. Then let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your immense love that you would give your only son for us. God, I, I, I've thought of that so much. Some people in this room have had a son or daughter die. Mine almost died. And I know the heartache. And Lord, I don't know the heartache that they've had of having a a loved one die and especially killed. But yet, Lord God, you've been there for them. You've helped them. So God, tonight we renew our faith. We thank you for your goodness. Lord, thank you for loving us so much and caring for us so much. And Lord, I just pray that, Father God, as we surrender our pain to you, you surrender your love to us. Heal our wounds. Forgive our sins. Accept us into your family. And teach us how we can trust you more, follow you more, so that we can live in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. So that goodness and mercy will follow us. I pray in Jesus' glorious name. And God's people said amen. Amen. We're going to have communion tonight. We're going to be able to seal in our life that promise that we have. Pastor Eddie's coming up at this time, and he's going to lead us in communion. So get your communion elements out. Get them ready. And just follow along with Pastor Eddie. He'll tell you when to eat the bread and drink of the cup. Pastor Eddie, thank you, my brother. about prosperous a lot of times we think about money or finances but I I pray that you would have a prosperous fruit of the spirit oh I'm sorry Uh, I was praying that all of us would have a prosperous uh, be filled with the spirit the fruits of the spirit that you may have love joy peace patience kindness goodness Faithfulness, self-control, love. All those are so, I wish we all had them all, but we don't. 
especially during Christmas, and that many of you will experience the love of Jesus. Um, I want to read uh, a, a, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. In verse 27, it says, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself, then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For everyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judge ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So let us take the bread... But first of all, let us examine ourselves for just a minute. Each one of you in silence, pray to the Lord and examine yourself that you may be able to eat and drink of His blood. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, For I have received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks we thank you Jesus he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me you may partake of the bread In the, in the same way, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you. We partake of you. How great it is that we can do this, Lord. We just surrender ourselves into your hands because we believe that in your hands all things are possible. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I have one scripture that I would like to give to you. And I really love it because there's a lot of times that they use it or we use it in, in uh, when we do ceremonies for marriages. But in Numbers 6.24 it says, And this I give to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you. Yes, Lord. And be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Eddie.
If you don't know, Pastor Eddie is our pastoral care pastor. He does all the hospital visits. and So whenever you're in the hospital, you need to let us know. We just don't know on our own. Or if you have someone that's a shut-in in your home and you could accept a visit, we just want to make sure you're COVID-free and there's nothing contagious. We don't want him getting himself or anyone else sick. But thank you for your ministry to us. You know, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And then he turned around and he said, you are the light of the world. You see, he lit this candle in our life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, we are this delicate clay jar. But we have a power within us. A light shining in us. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Could I please have our ministers come up? Pastor Cindy, Pastor Eddie, David Sanchez, our youth director, Jessica Ramirez, our children's director, Pastor Joseph, our evangelism outreach pastor, Pastor Chuck from God's Warehouse. I know not all of them could be here tonight, but if you're here, Pastor Chris Cleveland from under his construction. Renee or Tomas from Frontline Resurrection Ministries. I hold a candle in my hand and you have a candle in yours. I do want you to be careful. Kids, you can have a candle if your mom and dad say it's okay, but you can't play with it. You got to be careful. And don't hold it too close to you because one year, this little kid went like that and he caught all his bangs on fire. Okay, so don't hold it too long. But we have the Christ candle. That's the white candle up here. And we lit the Christ candle. And I want you all to be careful, but we're going to, are we going to leave these lights on just like that? Or we could take them down even more? Go ahead and take out the house lights down. Leave the stage lights on. But I want to light this candle. And I'm taking it from the candle that represents the Lord. And I'm saying, God, would you put your fire into all of us? A fire that never goes out. A flame that burns hot. That it purifies us and it purifies those around us. Is there a way that we can shut these lights off but leave the luminarias on? Can we do that? Okay, let's go ahead and do that too. But we don't want you tripping, okay? Be careful. Okay? But as I hold this candle, Cindy, would you come stand to my side? I share the love and light of Jesus with you. And now, might we share it in our home and to our friends and our neighbors. Would you share the love of light of Jesus? Just say, I share the love and light of Jesus with you. Try not to breathe real hard on your candle because they could go out and try not to drip them all over you. Now, wait, wait till we're all ready. Okay, what I want you to do now is as couples, I want you to go down the same aisle so we don't have everyone on the same aisle, but we're going to light your candle and we're just going to say the love and light of Jesus upon you. Would you now go out? As Jesus says, go into this world and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Making disciples of them throughout the world. We thank you, Lord, for your immense love. God, this candle represents the light of Jesus. And don't raise your candle till we all raise it together. I want you meditating on this candle. It's a candle that represents Jesus. 
and start just praying and say, God, thank you that you're in my life. Thank you that you're in my home. Just go ahead and remain seated until I ask you to stand. And as you light the candle next to you, pray for that person. Say, God, I pray that their light would never go out. That they would walk faithfully with you as I want to walk faithfully with you. The candles are being lit across the auditorium and it's a beautiful sight because you see one person impacts another that impacts another that impacts another and before you know it, the whole place is lit up because of the power of Jesus Christ. I think you guys have it, but all of you in the sound booth, make sure you have a candle and participate with this. I hope and pray every single person does. And as you're lighting your candle, I I pray that you would even take this candle home and maybe use it at your dinner table if you light candles at your Christmas dinner. And say, God, we're lighting this candle first because it represents the Christ candle. And we want Christ in our home. So now would everyone please stand and say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I pray the light of Jesus over my life and the life of my family, my friends, and even my enemies. Help me to get through this life that sometimes seems unbearable. But by the power of Jesus, I will overcome. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Would you raise your candle up to the Lord and say, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. If you know the song, feel free to sing along with Michael. And you can hold your candle up or just hold it in front of you. But say, thank you, Lord. These are your birthday candles, Lord. You lit your light in our life. Thank you. Hold your candle up one more time to the Lord. Father God, we're going to blow this candle out, but we pray that the fire within our heart never go out. That as we leave this building, God, we are leaving illuminated by the Spirit of the living God. In the brokenness of our life and in the celebration of our life, might your name be glorified.
Thank you, Lord, for every family represented here and those online. We pray for your love, mercy, grace, and just abundance to flow forevermore. And we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and God's people said, Amen. Amen. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Jesus. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Jesus. Amen. You may blow out your candle. Be careful. It might drip a little, so be careful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Could you give us a little bit of light, please? We've been talking about the Christ birthday offering. We've been talking about the outreach that we do at this time of the year. I just want to say as your pastor, thank you, thank you, thank you for your giving heart. Thank you for all that you've done to impact a lost and dying world with the love of Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you're doing to impact this city, this county, and this state. I want you to know that a lot of ministries and a lot of families depend on us. This past year, in the year 2021, this year, We gave out, I haven't got the final numbers, but they said it was 1.2 million pounds of food to our community. That's like, that's a lot of food, man. We gave out over 400 toys at God's Warehouse Children's Ministry and, and Homeless Ministry to families that are hurting and broken. 
Thank you, Pastor Chuck, and all of you that helped out there. We gave out over 400 toys. We partnered with under his construction and gave out 400 toys, uh, about 100 of them in Clovis, New Mexico, and 300 here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thank you guys for partnering, and Pastor Chris, thank you for letting us partner with you. We were able to give out food baskets to Frontline Resurrection Ministry and some toys to them with their families that are in transition. Brother Tomas and Sister Renee, thank you for letting us partner with you. God is doing a work, amen? And he's going to keep doing a work. I'd like to invite you to participate in an offering tonight. And it's the Christ's birthday offering. I think they gave you envelopes as you came in today. You can use that envelope. And I hope and pray that you're going to be generous. I hope you'll be generous because it goes straight into the mission field. It's going to go around the world. So God, we're going to give an offering today. We're going to give one on Sunday for those that couldn't give today. And, and Lord, we're just going to be able to raise money to continue to help ministers and missionaries that are in some in very dangerous territory. Father God, we've, we're, we're helping people there in Africa. In Zambia, we have people. In Germany, with the pink door, rescuing people out of human trafficking. In Puerto Rico, the church is there. We're helping the churches there in Juarez and the children's school there. God, we're working with some ministers there in Costa Rica and sending ministers and training leaders out throughout Central and South America. God, we're partnering with people here in our state, like under his construction, men and women's rehabilitation ministry, with frontline resurrection ministry for transitional housing for women coming off the streets or out of prison. Partnering, Father God, and, and doing an amazing work at God's warehouse, feeding the hungry and clothing them and providing food and shelter and just helping in a difficult time. Father, those are just some of the ministries, but Lord, there's the kids club with Bob and Claudia Adame that are impacting kids in broken areas of our city. Lord, there's many others. And I just thank you, Lord, that we're able to give tonight. So God, take this offering and multiply it. Stretch it far beyond what we give. I pray blessing in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. On your way out, please drop off your offering in any one of the boxes at the doorway, the offering box. Thank you guys so very much for being here with us. We just want to say it is a joy to celebrate Jesus Christ with all of you. Amen. Would you stand? Turn to the people around you and say, Merry Christmas. My God bless you. And then you're dismissed. Please drop off your offering on the way out.